Good morning. Good morning. So I get the privilege of being able to talk to you from the Bible this morning. But first, I want to tell you, because it's Christmas, and I was going to have a Santa hat on, and I forgot to bring it, because my Santa hat is really special. My Santa hat has the Liverpool FC badge on it. Four points clear at Christmas. Amazing. That's nothing. I wasn't even planning to say that. I just just couldn't help myself. Um, anyway, what I really want to talk to you about is my wheelie bins. Now, what? I know I've talked about them before. Some of you may think I'm beginning to develop an unhealthy obsession with my wheelie bins. But they're such a great illustration. So that's why I want to talk to you about them. You see... I've got two wheelie bins in at my house, and um, don't worry, we will, it will become festive, don't, don't panic. And my wheelie bins, one of them is green for my recycling, and one of them is grey for all the other stuff that we throw away. And um, when they're sat there outside my house, I can see there's green and there's grey, and it's fine. No problem, I can tell which one's which. But when it gets to night time, outside our house, and thankfully they're beginning to replace these, are the orange sodium streetlights that sort of spray a horrible orange light everywhere except where you want it. And um, under those lights, I can't tell which wheelie bin's which. Because it, there's something about that orange light that just means they, the two bins look the same. It's really, really annoying. Well, it's really annoying because, okay, if you don't put your green bin out with the recycling, you know, you can manage. But if the grey one doesn't go out, ugh, especially in the summer, it's not nice. It gets pretty ugly pretty quickly. But the reason that you can't tell the difference between them and the colours look the same under the orange light is because they're not getting the full spectrum lighting on them. The full spectrum of sunlight, all the different colours that sunlight has, they're not receiving. That you're not seeing them under full spectrum lighting. And it's really confusing. And this is really important. Not that important for my wheelie bins, admittedly. But it's a really important picture of how we see things. I'm sorry to bring this up, but our country is going through quite a difficult time at the moment, isn't it? There's a certain amount of division in our country. It would be, we can't just gloss over it, we can't just ignore it. And whichever side, and I'm not going to ask for any show of hands, don't worry. (laughs) Whatever side of the Brexit debate that you are on, I think we all agree it's, it's introduced a certain amount of uncertainty. As we head into Christmas, a time of festivity and joy and happiness, in the backs of our minds there's all of this, what's going to happen? What will happen to our country? For some, it's introduced doubt and fear. There are some people who fear what's happening. 
we're in the middle of moving house and changing our mortgage. And you think, wow, how long do I fix that for? Because what's going to happen? I wonder what the future holds. It's a really serious situation. However, my question is to you this morning, what light are you holding that under? In what way are you viewing it? How are you seeing the situation? It might not be Brexit that you're worried about. There might be other situations in your life at the moment and you're seeing them in a particular way and they're bringing fear or doubt or uncertainty. You're living under a cloud. You're living in a shadow. The Bible has something to say about this. See, we get there in the end. In the book of Isaiah, now we're going, all the readings you've heard today have been from the New Testament, the the more recent part of the Bible. That's only a few thousand years old. I'm going to read you something from probably about 700 years before the birth of Jesus. But it's about the birth of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 9. I'll read some verses to you. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them, a light has shone. And then a bit later in that same chapter, it says, For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is a prophecy, a telling of the future as to what is going to happen. 700 years before it actually happened. And now we're reading from those passages in Luke that it did happen. It tells of a time of a land of great darkness. And actually when Jesus came, when he was born... His people, the Israelites, were in great darkness. They were having so many problems. They were living in fear. They were living in a land under oppression, under occupation. But here in Isaiah, it's saying that a light is coming to be shone on the situation that's going to reveal things for what they truly are. Describes Jesus as that light. Why is it that it describes Jesus as a light? Well, Jesus was born and that's what we're celebrating. But as babies usually do, he grew up and he went on to do some amazing things. He healed people. He brought freedom to people from all sorts of things. He raised the dead. He brought a light to awful situations. Just as that passage describes. You see, just like when the sun shines its full spectrum lighting on my wheelie bins, it shows them for the colour they really are. It shows what they really look like. When Jesus came, he shone his light, he shone God's light on us so we could see things as they really are. 
We don't have to live in doubt. We don't have to live with uncertainty or with fear because Jesus shows things for what they really are. He shows what's important. Jesus shines a light onto our situations and he gives us hope because we see him. He brings hope. We don't have to live under fear. We don't have to worry about the things going on around us. They are important and they should occupy our thinking. That's that's good and right. But they shouldn't define how we feel. They shouldn't define who we are. Jesus does that. He shines a light on the situations that mean we can see things for how they really are. But the ultimate way that Jesus did this was in his death. You see, to see us in our true light, to be who we are truly made to be, we need to know God. But because we're not perfect, because we don't meet God's standard, then we can't know God. But Jesus came. Jesus came and lived the perfect life that we couldn't live And then he died in our place because we turned away from God. And the death that we deserve, Jesus died in our place. But remember, it didn't end there because he was raised from the dead by God and defeated death. And that gives us our true hope. That shines the true light on who we are who we're made to be and what we can be when we turn to Jesus, our Saviour, who we're celebrating this morning. For those who know Jesus, the events of today do concern us. They do occupy our thinking, but they don't make us afraid. We're not worried about what Brexit will bring. I'm not worried about what the new year will bring. I'm not worried about interest rates going up and anything like that. Because actually God's in charge. He's got it all sorted out. And while things happen that we question, when we see things in his light, his full spectrum lighting, we see the truth. We see him. They don't define us, they don't capture us, they don't bind us up these situations because we know that whatever happens in all situations, Jesus is in control of our lives. And that is who we're celebrating. And I just want to encourage you to see things in the light that Jesus sheds on them. See things the way he wants you to see things. If you don't know him, then I've got an invitation for you in a moment. But if you do know him and you're celebrating him, don't give in to fear. Let him light your way. And you will live in victory. You will live just knowing that he's in control. So what's my invitation to those of you who don't know Jesus? Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to do anything right now. But we have on the 14th of January something starting called Alpha. And if you, if your interest is piqued by this, if you want to know more about who Jesus is, then on the 14th of January, when we do Alpha, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have food together. We're going to uh, show a, a video, a, a short talk 
on Jesus and who he is and who the Bible says he is and who us Christians claim he is. And then we'd invite you on that time to talk about it. Tell us what you think openly, honestly. No questions are off limits. No statements or comments are off limits. We are not going to try and persuade anybody to believe a particular thing. We just want to show you who Jesus is. And we're doing this at the Tap and Tandor just up the road. So you will get free curry. And you will get lots of information. And hopefully we'll get to know more about who Jesus is. So we're going to do that in January for a number of weeks. You're very welcome. Whoever brought you today, please tell them I want to come. Or come and speak to me afterwards and we'll get that sorted out. But in the meantime, enjoy Christmas. Enjoy Jesus. Have a great time.